ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Neighborish Live Cast. This is season two. We're so glad to have everybody back with us. And I'm uh, extremely grateful to have a double dose of feminine energy hosting with me today. Uh, as always, we have the personal trainer and fitness guru, Ms. Fruit herself, Patrice Jones. She's on her morning stroll. <laughs> and it's a joy just to host with this. And oh, how you doing today? First of all, Patrice. Good morning. Happy New Year. All that good stuff. I'm great. No complaints. It's always good. It's always good. And uh, one of my uh, dear friends, <laughs> and uh, uh, Miss Aisha. How you doing, young lady? Good morning, David. And. Uh, I see that our guest is with us. We have an amazing show for you today because our guest today is a singer, songwriter, model, author, entrepreneur, oh Smooches woman brand ambassador. She's a uh, 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 her uh, 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 hustle brand. I see she's rocking it, and I have mine too. Hey, uh, uh, <laughs> lovely and talented Satoria is with us today. Welcome. Thank you for being a guest. Hi, Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for allowing me on your show. <laughs> What's up, oh, Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, you said allowing you, man. I appreciate you for coming through. You know, it's always a good time when, you, when you're in the building or, you know, the theoretical building here that we have on. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so um, I don't know if you uh, met uh, Patrice. She wasn't uh, there when you were on the last time. But uh, no. she, Personal trainer, fitness guru, and our uh, resident feminine energy. And uh, nice to meet you, Satoria. Nice to meet you. I, I need some of that fitness guru stuff in my life right now because COVID. Okay. COVID has okay. been new to me. Yeah, it's perfect time, and everybody, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, been a little happy during during the during the pandemic. The bright, right. Yeah. Probably, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the pandemic and the holidays compounded. That yeah. just made, you know, because we was already, you know, uh, falling off with the pandemic. And then the holidays came around and cakes and cookies and pies and mm, oh my. Yeah. Yeah. For a total of about 25. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's 30. okay. We all fight. Yeah, because yeah. I, I literally gained 20 pounds. Yeah. yeah. It's like 30 yeah. pounds. Yeah. Yep. I need, I need, I need help too. Patrice. Okay. All right. Let's all talk. So then. we all set up a session. <laughs> uh, right after the show, we're gonna do okay. some session and get out. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm definitely excited to talk to uh, talk to you, Satori, about all the things that I mentioned, all the great things that you're doing and you're gonna do. But first, there's a few things going on in the city, in the country, in the world that we need to talk about. And we're gonna talk about them right now. So um, first of all, of course, uh, like I said, we're back for the second season after the, you know, holiday break. New Year's just passed. Did you guys have a good New Year? Yes. Y'all, did, any, did you, anybody do like a Zoom thing? My family did like a Zoom party. We got together and, uh, you know, uh, did the thing over Zoom. Nah. Nah. I, I just How was that? hung out with my party. We got together and, uh, you know. Sorry, that that was me. My that was my Bluetooth speaker. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, you had me nervous, like, oh man, what's going on? But uh, 
but yeah, yeah. man, uh, the, the the Zoom thing was nice. We've done it. We did it for Christmas, uh, for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then New Year's. And um, my family is very, you know, close. We're a close family. And so we typically would get together on those holidays and we kind of were feeling it, you know, over the summer through like 4th of July and different uh, different times when we would all, different birthdays and things when we would all get together and just not having that closeness, trying to call everybody on the phone and different things like that. And so having this, you know, technology to be able to use uh, to, to at least see each other and have uh, somewhat, uh, some semblance of that, uh, community and that gathering that we usually do. It, it was nice. It's, it's great to have. Um, it's a good stead, you know, instead of being together. So, yeah, it, it went pretty well. So, uh, did you guys do anything specific for the holidays? Victoria, did you? Well, you know, it's right now, everybody want to stay in their bubble, pretty much. Right, yeah. And my bubble is my mother, my sister, and her kids, and my daughter. So we just all really pretty, I just want to go to my mom's house. Okay. You know, keep it nice and safe. I mean, I did get invites to do stuff, which I didn't understand. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, bar I barely know you, and I don't know your friends. So I'm going right, right. to be right. there. Um, but yeah, you know, you just really want to stay safe. I mean, first of all, we've made it this far. You know, and by the grace of God, I have not contacted uh you know I, i've never tested positive for covid i've been tested a few times and yeah. i'm staying away from people who got problems with people who test for it you know right, right. um because some people are still the whole testing and um you know i love my life um we all know that there's some people who have um contacted covid or they you know tested positive and they didn't make it and there are some right. people who did right. um but at the same time you never know what end you're going to come out on and unfortunately, I have lost a few friends this year. So um, I'm just really, really keeping it safe, man. So I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm just staying close to home for me. Yeah, that's definitely the smart and safe way to go. Uh, I'm with you. I've seen people, you know, doing doing things. I've got a couple of invites to things. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Y'all go ahead and have a good time. Because I mean, and it's just like, for me, it's like, if, you know, you're in there with a bunch of people. As soon as somebody cough, everybody's scattering, you know. Or, right. Or something. Right. So I, I'm just like, I'll just stay at home. And uh, like I said, we either do the Zoom thing or, you know, catch up with folks on, on the phone or something things of that nature. Uh, Aisha, did you do anything specific for the, uh, for the holiday? Did not stay home, stayed COVID free. Um, that was my main objective. Yeah, no. I'm. <laughs> Not even entertaining it. I did a Zoom call with uh, my girlfriend Sonia and um, her family at midnight, and I was in bed by twelve fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, I was trying not to sleep through the New Year. I was trying to stay awake. You know. Uh, you made it twelve. You said what? <laughs> you're breaking up, Patrice, because you're moving around. I am. You can't hear me. Yeah, I can hear you now. What'd you say? Oh, let me walk the other way. I'm sorry. Um, oh, no. Um, I didn't say anything. Did you ask me about New Year's? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. What'd you do for New Year's? What's your... Uh... Oh, I didn't do much of anything. I, um, actually, I had an exciting moment. Um, I did, like, my first um, coaching session um, over uh, FaceTime for oh, okay. fitness. Yeah, and it went really well, and it was some like a random connect, and um, I'm excited about that. So that was a great way to bring in New Year's for somebody to say, hey, I'm at the gym, and it's the nighttime on New Year's Eve, and they're that committed, and so it kind of 
you know, pushed me back into doing what I love. Um, I did for, well, New Year's I didn't, but for Christmas, I, I did go to my mom's. Um, you know, the people that I'm around, like, and, and this is a whole other subject, but the people I'm around, like, you know, you got to make sure people, um, you know, they aren't, like, hanging around with a whole bunch of other people. Like, I know what my mom's doing. I know what my brother's doing. I know what my son is doing. So um, we you know, try to just move as consciously as possible so we can um, enjoy each other's space, um, time, and love, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so yeah, speaking of uh, doing the, and I saw the video that you posted of, of a little piece of you doing the, the um, training session over FaceTime. Do you feel like you can, because I, I know a lot of um, the the aspect or the impact of getting a trainer is having that, you know, kind of not necessarily imposing, but that person kind of watching over you, motivating you. Was it was it uh, difficult to get that same feel over the internet or did you feel like you still had kind of control of the situation? Well, as you know, I'm all about energy and vibes. And so, um, <laughs> Even if I'm, you know, just as with in business in person, like, you know, I'm a little different. I got a vibe with the client and, you know, it has to be a certain vibe there. So if you have that, even if you're on FaceTime um, or whatever, Zoom, um, then it still can be successful. But I believe when you're on Zoom and on FaceTime, you got to step up communication, meaning um, I have to be very clear and concise in my instruction. Um, and the client or the person on the other end has to be very receptive to receiving that instruction. Right. Um, so it went really well for that reason. Um, now, is it my favorite thing? If I can say, hell no, it's not. <laughs> I would rather be face-to-face. -face. I love training. And as I've told you before, on the other shows that, you know, it's been a challenge to, to go into the digital world um, coming from such a personal, um, uh, you know, line of work. So um, it's, it's different, but it worked. And it was really a joyous, a, a joyous moment and occasion. Um, I definitely am looking forward to doing it more. Yeah. I, you know, Patrice, I had a question for you. Um, huh? So I don't know if you, I mean, I've, I've never I had the opportunity to follow you. I will now. But, you know, mm -hmm. um, like how, you know, how people have their YouTube channels and different ways of connecting with people outside of their, you know, outside of their, their circle or their area. And now mm -hmm. that the world is going digital pretty much, do you uh -huh. see yourself doing probably more of a YouTube channel style um, or any type of, um, you know, continue with the whole digital, you know, way of life? Because we, we have no idea when COVID is going to be. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't know. So well, I'm thinking ahead as a businesswoman in fitness. You know, right. um, I don't know what the trends are, but I know how it is in music and with performing. We're trying to do everything online because yeah. you can't get yeah, out. Yeah, and it's it. an adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have a YouTube channel. It's Patrice Fruit I've had it actually for years, um, probably 10 years. <laughs> uh -huh. But I I don't move it or post on it or push it like I should um, or like I like I could have been rather not like I should. Um, so I know going forward, I'm going to have to, um, you know, incorporate that into the digital fruit fit experience. 
Um, yeah. However, I've been thinking about doing a new one because the stuff on it is so, you know, old. Um, and I, I don't know, from a business perspective, you may have a tip on this. And speaking from an entrepreneurial perspective, I thought about just starting a whole new, um, like, Instagram page, like, kind of just starting, like, mm-hmm. the digital piece should be new because just like I'm coming out of, you know, the personal space or personal training face-to-face. So the people that were with me also experienced that. And, then, you know, to have them totally shift into digital, I think it would be a good idea to just kind of start, you know, start uh, right. a whole digital movement thing. So Yeah, like a whole rebranding because this is yes. all new. But I mean, I'm just saying, like I, I, like I said, I haven't had a chance to, you know, even view your content, but some of that old content on your YouTube, don't get rid of it because exercise is exercise, right? Motivation yeah. is motivation timeless. So what's old to you is new to everybody else. Like, you know, I will, like I said, I'm going to start following you because I need okay. a sister in my corner. Awesome. Yes, <laughs> I, I love that. it. Yeah, I'm 12 years in. This will be, I'm coming up on my 13th year of fitness, awesome. so full time. So I love what I do, and I would love to have you on board. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Now, you know, listen, COVID now, the, so I don't know what your prices are, but I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm, just joking. I'm just joking with that because, you know, okay. we're always trying to look for a hookup. You know what I'm saying? And business and real for real, for real. If somebody else charges their price, we're going to pay them. So, you know, yeah. I'm here the same way, even with uh, upcoming um, entrepreneurs. I, I, can't, I can't stand when somebody else, when they always look at me for a hookup just because I know you. I'm like, look, if I didn't know you and I told you my charge was $20, you would pay it. But because you right. know me, you know, I should, right. you know, I don't think it should go that way. You know, well, if I can interject, and Dave, you, you might want to touch on this a little bit. Sorry about the helicopter. Um, that's but okay. During... I know that I know that's your ride coming to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> this should be to take me to my car. Um, doing you know to to Satoria's point about you know supporting businesses and paying full price and all that. You know during the pandemic, um, a lot of businesses had to raise their prices and mm-hmm. add fees to certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, say if you were going to even Starbucks, I think changed their prices. You know, people started cha- charging for things that they normally wouldn't charge for. And so a lot of small businesses caught a lot of, you know, a lot of um, slack because, you know, people like, well, why is it this much? And, you know, complaining about prices. But we have to understand that we are all in this space trying to mm-hmm. make it and trying to survive. And businesses are dying out. It's so, like, it makes my heart break when I ride through somewhere and I see, like, you know, abandoned buildings you know we we have to remember that in this space it's not just about people saving their homes and you know making sure they have something to eat you have business owners who were 30 days away from probably shutting down who had to raise their prices in order to stay uh stay afloat so you know supporting small business is important so i appreciate that satori yeah absolutely absolutely i mean because we have to remember that you know people are trying to compensate or, you know, they had to let some people go. So, no, you know, the demand is less now, really, because right. it's like, especially if you have a restaurant, you're down to 25% capacity. Come on now. That's including your staff. Right. So, you know, and they still got to pay rent. They still got to pay the staff. They still got to, you know, pay their bills, their light bills, the, the gas or whatever to keep it moving. So we have to, we do have to remember that. But it's some, it's still people out there who balling right now. 
You know, some of us who have kept their day jobs and they and nothing moved for them, they, they're still okay. And, and God bless them because there's a lot of people who are on the opposite end of the spectrum. So right. Right. we have to always keep that stuff in mind. I'm sorry, Dave. I know it's a day part like that. Took oh, over the show. This is part of the reason we do it to bring people together and networking and all of that. And you know, uh, there's a bunch of other people that's probably watching, like, yeah, I'm a hippie up too. It's fine working out. Yeah. Yay. So, um, so uh, speaking of that, though, I wanted to talk a little bit about you know we we um, touched on before the show started the New Year's resolution thing. How you know uh, the the changing of the year is always a time for people to kind of make these decisions to do things, either live better, eat better, things of that nature. Um, but I talked about a statistic that I saw uh, that said that a large percentage of New Year's resolutions are abandoned by either uh, late January or early February. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, from from the fitness standpoint, um, uh, is there anything uh, that you, any advice that you would give people, Patrice, to kind of stick with it and try to stay in there and be motivated to continue? Um. I think, well, tangibly something to do would be, of course, to write down um, your goals based off the space that you're in right now. Because setting goals in 2019, preparing for 2020 is not the same as 2020 going into 2021 because our circumstances have changed. So I think a lot of times people like look on Instagram and you know, on social media, and they're like, oh, I want to do that. Oh, she said she lost 30 pounds in six weeks. If I do exactly what she did, well, you don't know what her living circumstances are like. You don't know what her lifestyle is like. So I think the first thing is to look at your own lifestyle, um, whether it be your hours of work, whether or not you're, you know, you're having to um, homeschool your children or um, take care of other family members and take that all into account and then look at your schedule and write down your goals um, based off of what your health and fitness goals are but also based off of the time that you'll have available to achieve those goals and the other thing is not to if your goal is to lose 50 pounds start in little increments start with 10 pounds first and give yourself, you know, a set of a, re a set regimen to go by for those ten pounds. And I'm a little different. I don't care for timelines because, um, you know, sometimes you get discouraged if you don't meet that timeline, um, that timeline goal. So I would, I would, I would steer away, steer clear from setting timelines but I would definitely break my goals down. You should break your goals down in increments. Um, and then again, look at your circumstances and make every, you know, everything will fall into place and stay off the scale every day. <laughs> okay. Great advice, definitely. And uh, do, do any of you have, uh, I'll start with Aisha, do any of you have um, New Year's resolutions or things that you set, goals that you set for the new year? Uh, I like to put them out there. That way you can't go back on. You got to, uh, you know, you can go back to this episode and be like, you said, you no, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't have New Year's re resolutions. I have themes for that year, but I don't. You no. say you have themes for the year? Yeah. Okay, what's your theme for 2021? Um, so it's probably a continuation of what 2020 was about, um, elevation. So it's like taking the time to put myself in a space and um, be a source of elevation for people. Like that's 
all I'm trying to do for 2021, you know? So, yeah. No, no um, resolutions, uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, resolutions will be broken. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, Satoria, yeah, do you I, have any specific things? Oh, go ahead, you know, I'm sorry. Well, the thing with me, um, I start my chapters on my birthday. Mm -hmm. So my birthday is July 4th. So my whole Oh, that's why I vibe so well. I'm 7-7. Seven, seven. Go ahead. Hi! Hi! We do find the world, okay? Hold on, is this cancer energy right here? Yeah, this is that cancer energy. Because you know, hold up, because you know I'm 7-7. Seven, seven. Hold up, you see that crab right yeah. there? too. Okay. Seven two. That's so cool. Uh, hey, we're going to put you out. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Leo. I'm sorry. I'm in August. But I, I vibe well with Leo cancer, though. I vibe very well with cancer. All right. Look, this is crabs and a barrel energy. My maintenance guy. <laughs> okay, so I have a maintenance person that's coming to my house. I did let Dave know. Yeah. And he, um, hold on. Um, yeah, so I need to let this maintenance person in. Um, I uh, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I can call y'all back later on. You're probably yeah, gonna be gone by the time I get back, but um, yeah. You can put you can put your video on pause. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Converse, and if you come back, we'll ask you some and questions. You know. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Thank you. Right, yeah, no problem. No problem at all. Yeah, so uh so Patrice, did you have any specific goals or anything that you set for the year? Um really um uh oh we forgot to tell her to turn the mic off. Oh yeah, and then uh, can you mute and zoom, David? Can you go into mute? Oh yeah, I can do that. Yeah, so if you want to just uh Satoria, yeah, there you go. You got it. All right, cool. So yeah, Patrice, do you have any uh any um, goals for 2021 that you set? I don't really do the whole New Year's resolution thing um, mm. at all. Um, I'm just, I hear the helicopter, so I apologize, but. They probably, I, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> um, I'm just really, uh, I think we should all really be focused on um, doing more inner work for self mm -hmm. in this space, um, you know, and focus on, I keep talking about being still because it's so imperative um, for self-evaluation and self-elevation. You can make all the resolutions you want, but if you don't do the inner work, it's not going to work because you're not working on you. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't really have, you know, my, my goals, I have like broken up goals. So, uh -huh. you know, I have business goals, you know, I have um, parenting goals, I have, you know, personal life goals, um, and I have financial goals. But that's, that's ongoing, you know, right. it's ongoing. And it's not, um, it's not, in, like I said, it's not a specific timeline. And the reason why I don't, you know, do resolutions and timelines is because for me, it's about flowing like water. So you can't flow like water if something happens to stifle your, you know, your journey or your plans and you're flustered like, oh my God, what am I going to do now? Yeah. Now yeah. I got to change. Now I got to change the date. And then you get stressed and you, no, I'm not, I'm not doing all that. So you got to flow like water, water and really um, 
stay focused on the things that you're trying to achieve, you know, no, no matter how long it takes. You know, just to give you an example, the fact that I've been in business for 12 years, or we could use other people that have been business in 15 years and for 15 years and it's taken them 15 years to get to where they need to be. So um, it definitely is um, a just a living process um, in lieu of, you know, setting resolutions. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And, you know, we touched on that, uh, that analogy of being like water, you know, and more uh, just, um, uh, especially in times of transition, like, uh, like this time has been for so many people, just uh, kind of doing away with the rigidity, like not being so rigid and just, um, um, you know, married to certain things, that analogy of being like water and flowing, you can, because uh, water can uh, conform to the the, uh, the situation, the, the vessel that it's in, but it also can knock down walls. It can, you know, uh, it created like the Grand Canyon. So it can be very powerful and effective in its, you know, in its own way. And so uh, that, that's a powerful right. analogy. Yeah, and the current shifts with the weather. So yeah, when the weather yeah. changes, people tend to shut down and change up things. But water yeah. flows with the, the current flows with yeah. the weather, right? Yeah, being able yeah. to adjust. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's 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 powerful. So, um, so uh, while we still on this a little bit, I've noticed that a common sentiment across social media and and with people uh, that I talk to on a regular basis is um, being happy of coming out of uh, twenty twenty, making it to the end and getting to uh, this new year of twenty twenty one. But you know, like we've talked about um, more than a few times on this show, Patrice. Um, just like you you were saying, having that ability to be still and kind of do that self-evaluation and um, get a better understanding of your situation so that you can, uh, uh, you okay over there? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot to unpause my, my walk. I'm sorry. I'm listening. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I was like, all right, we're going to have to come, come get you. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, just, um, you know, uh, like you were saying, uh, not being so, uh, uh, dang, it threw me off. Uh, <laughs> he was talking about being still. Yeah, yeah. So uh, people talked about coming out of 2020, and um, we talked about how it gave you an ability to be still and kind of focus and uh, take do some self-evaluation is what I'm trying to say. And uh, like you said, that's the only way to kind of make those necessary changes and things. So um, what was the biggest lesson that this whole situation of uh, that 2020 has been it's taught you um um patience patience okay. in all things um patience because we focus so much on preparation for this and preparation for that um and I probably, like, I'm a little different. Like, a lot of people, you know, they live with, you know, preparing for everything, and they got to have a plan for everything. I do enjoy having a plan. But, again, if if you're able to, to be still and be patient once you have to make that shift, which is essentially what I'm doing right now in fitness, um, then you find that you're, you're at, you're at a, a place of peace more so than if you were to work at a haste and say, oh, things change. Wait, let me do this. Oh man, that didn't work. Let me try this versus being still and waiting. So I think patience and, and being still like just those are two things that 
that we need that so many people are unable to do. Um, and unless you have done the inner work, you know, and you've and you've come to a place where you're, um, you know, you're comfortable with self, then you're not going to be able to be still and be patient, and it's going to show in everything that you do. Yeah. That's, that's a powerful lesson. I see Satoria's back with us. So I'll uh, pose the question to you. Um, I was saying that uh, it's, it's been a common sentiment throughout social media of people talking about coming out of, you know, what 2020 was and being happy just to make it through. Um, like you said, a lot of people didn't. And so um, it was um, a very uh, educational time just, just to learn about, you know, self and learn about, you know, the world around us and stuff. We'll, what were, uh, were there any lessons or anything that you took away from this whole experience of this year and all the things that went on? Um, yes. Um, to basically focus more on the things that I really that really matter. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes in life we kind of get caught up in other stuff because things, you know, life is always going on and something's always popping off. Right. But um, it gave me the time to really, like you said before, reflect back on my life and the things that I really want to do. And this gave me that still time, that quiet time to kind of think about, you know, first of all, I forgot to do X, Y, and Z. And I should have been, should have been focusing on this and that, whatever, but I haven't because I was so busy in the world. So I think this kind of brought it back home for me. Um, I, in this time I've been, I've had the opportunity to write more because before I was so busy with traveling and with gigging. And now because I don't have any gigs, you know, I'm like, I'm sitting at home, like, I got, I got, I have creative space now. Right. So I have creative space and I can get back to that and also focus on my entrepreneurial side versus always getting ready. And like you said, preparing for the mm -hmm. next thing. I'm always preparing for the next gig, preparing for the mm -hmm. next flight or whatever I'm doing. But now it's like, I have time that I can really get more into the products and the message that I want to send beyond that. But just, you know, like the hustle brand, you know, and, and, getting a lot of my thoughts out so that's what it's done for me it gave me a lot of quiet time but sometimes we have to allow that um some of mm -hmm. us were in crazy spaces before covid so mm -hmm. COVID just amplified it so they mm -hmm. don't have time to really reflect on some of the good things that they could be doing because they're so busy in the struggle you know i know a lot of musician friends who all they did was gig Mm -hmm. there's no bit more gigs now you know mm -hmm. and you're you're an entrepreneur you know you're a contractor so you know you're trying to apply for all these loans you're trying to get all these grants you're trying to some people drive an uber now so right. it's like a whole shift in lifestyle mm -hmm. so and some like i said some people they can't really reflect on certain things because they in the mess right now and they trying to just survive right. You know, so um, you know, my prayers go out to those people who are going through that you know all the business owners who their businesses have you know have gone the opposite way and the people who used to work for them you know I, I know a lot of people who work at hotels and in restaurants and they were like they were they didn't have a job for real for real right you mm. know I'm just blessed that I still have my day job you know thank God for that because I would have been in a different situation so to answer your question because I'd be rambling on and stuff no, sure. <laughs> but it gave me the that's a cancer thing that's a cancer thing right because we got so much to say girl we got something to say <laughs> But yeah, it gave me a chance to really reflect on me and the things that matter to me, things that I have neglected, that I've given the opportunity to, you know, give that some more attention to, um, and just get my life together, you know, get my life together. Yeah, being still, and just to add, you know, stillness forces you to look at yourself, Thank you. you know, like, oh, mm -hmm. she's talking. 
Uh -huh. Stillness forces you to look at yourself and peel back your layers. And so everybody that was busy in the world doing worldly things and tending to this and tending to, to that, they were doing so and not, you know, planning moments where they could sit and, you know, either take a bath or meditate or pray. But now it's like, no, you're going to be in the house and you're going to be able to do those yeah. things because you have plenty of time. But yeah. if a lot of times people fear having to look at themselves mm -hmm. it's just like in fitness like a lot of my client a lot of people that you know i know or, or train they don't want to look in they don't like to look in the mirror just to mm -hmm. see see themselves aesthetically but yeah. also being in the house and 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 sitting with yourself and really seeing yourself you got and you peeling back the layers and you start re realizing things about yourself and having to to self-evaluate for a lot of people that's very very difficult yeah, 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 that is that definitely. That's um, I think the most identifiable um instance of that is like if when you're in mourning, when you're dealing with loss, you try to keep yeah. moving, keep working. There's any time that you sit and have a moment to reflect mm -hmm. and and deal with your feelings, you have to you know deal with your feelings. But um, you know, I usually tell people that process is so necessary, like yeah. dealing with the situation, mm -hmm. and and the same is true for you know, anything that you're going through as opposed to uh, constantly moving. Sometimes you have to sit and deal with things and go through it and come out on the other end, feel all the feelings, you know, uh, live through all of the the experiences and, you know, you're richer for the experience. You know, uh, like I say, life is more about the journey than the destination and each of these, each of those things that you go through are part of that journey. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's important to uh, recognize that when it's happening, when you're moving and you're not, because I, I do know people um, who are like that also, who move so much just because they don't want to sit and take a look at themselves mm -hmm. and deal with the things, the issues that they they have. And it's, um, you know, and I've been like that too. I've dealt with uh, stuff like that, but it's always better to, you know, f uh, face your issues head on, deal with them. And like I said, go through the experience. So you'll have that, like I said, it enriches you, definitely. If I yeah. could add, you, you touched on something very important. You talked about uh, the loss and grieving um at the top of the pandemic um and this was at the beginning i stopped counting i had lost friends and fr and family members of friends i was up to 13 mm. by april wow and while i came out of the gym you know training one-on-one you know my clients and other people were like you know you you know you should really do something live you know you should do you know live fitness or zoom or something and i wasn't ready and I had to deal with my emotions with all of that, you know? And I think a lot of people are sometimes forced into spaces where they aren't ready to step into. And that's where you have things like depression and, you know, all of those things because they didn't take the time to really sit and deal with themselves. Because so many people have lost people. People have gotten sick. People don't have no money. And mm -hmm. we just like, oh, move on. You know, life, God got you. No, you got to, he does. But you got to sit down with yourself. That's that's yeah. A1. That's so important. Because if you don't, when we come out of the pandemic and we go into 2021 and we're in like the summer of 2021, those things are going to start to surface. Mm -hmm. And people are going to have all types of emotional instability. So, yeah. And, yeah. and also, you know, I, and I also have to think about, we have to think about the people who are in the house with the kids, you know, mm -hmm. they're homeschooling and they can't sometimes get that time to themselves because I got three little ones running around and I got a half-ass 
uh, spouse or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is just real stuff. You know, and we we all stuck in the house together. So, you know, I'm like, my prayers go out to y'all, you know, because like my sister has twin three-year-olds and I'm like, girl, every day and you're trying to work from home too. It's tough. So, you know, it's just, it's it's crazy right now for everybody. But like you said, Patrice, you know, you've got to find that space. I mean, I don't know, Mm -hmm. especially if you have a house full of madness and you can't go anywhere because you're in the house, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to make some uh, tough decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Decisions at that time. Yeah, decisions that that benefit you. You can't be uh, yeah. what those people in that house need if you're not, you know, a hundred percent. So you gotta, you know, self care is is extremely important. Yeah. You know, it should it should be paramount because especially when you have that responsibility to, you know, um, to be something for other people. You know, little ones looking up to you and things of that nature. You know, like I said, you can't be 100% if you're not on top of your self-care and keeping yourself, you know, yeah. well, well, you know, healthy, uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, everything and all the aspects. So um, uh, before we go too far, I do want to uh, uh, get into this interview and talk to Tutoria. Uh, that was the interview. <laughs> oh, well, no, we just, uh, we just, you know, we chop it up for a little while, get you comfortable, and then we ask you a bunch of deep personal questions. <laughs> About you, you know. No, I'm just playing. No, but, <laughs> but um, you know, we've uh, I've talked to you on a few occasions. I've had the pleasure of interviewing you and talk to you about uh, you, you know, your music and stuff. But I do want to um, uh, dig into it a little bit and uh, uh get into some of the specifics. I want to take it back first. I want to start off with uh, going back to a young Tutoria. Uh, as a as a little girl, do you remember if you know when people would ask you what you wanted to be when you grow up? Do you remember what you would say? I think I said I wanted to be a teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wanted to be a teacher when I was when I was younger. Then I wanted to be a lawyer um, oh. in high school. Um, I've dreamt about being a nightclub singer, but it was never, um, it was always a fantasy of mine. It was never anything that I thought that could be real. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, because I, I come from like a military background. So everything is like, you know, it's, it's very structured. It's very, you know, music is free. You know, creativity is free. It's 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 like you know, it could be spontaneous. It's just, and that's not the way that I was raised. So in my family, it was like that was that was a pipe dream. My mother was calling it a pipe dream. Oh my god, for years, forever. Even after I started getting paid for my job, I'm like, mom, if you're getting paid for it, it's not it's not a <laughs> right, it's not right. a hobby anymore. It's a profession now. That's gainful employment is what that is. Exactly, it's paid. I get paid for right. it. So um. Yeah, but I didn't want to, you know, I didn't think about being in, being, becoming a musician or really living the life of music until I got, I was a little older, but as a kid, you know, was a teacher or was, you know, a lawyer, something that helped people or to educate or spread news or something like that. I wanted to be the messenger. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I uh, typically ask that question to my guests and I always like to start with that question just because it's always interesting to see where, you, you know, where your mindset started out at and then you know, the transition into um, your, your gift, your life, what you, what you become. And so, um, so we've talked about, you know, your motivations and getting into music and all that, but I want to talk specifically about, do you remember the moment that you, that, that, that light bulb went off to say, you know what, I'm, I'm good at this. I can actually do this for a living. Do you remember when that happened? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think um, I was in my, not telling my age, I think mm-hmm. I was in my early 20s. And, um, you know, I had been writing poetry since I was a teenager. And um, I think at the, when I became, I don't know, maybe 18, 19 years old, I realized I could turn poetry into music. I was like, oh my God, this is how it goes. Right. I mean, I know it, it sounds crazy, but it took right. me a long time to put it together. Right. But, you know, yeah. so I, you know, yeah. So I'm like, I can turn this into music. But I mean, I still never thought that I could actually do it until I actually started to do like open mics and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I, I wanted to see how it felt. I'm like, you know, I don't know. I was in chorus when I was a kid. You know, I was in the band. I played, the, I started out as a percussionist. So I played the drums and then I played the flute, you know what I mean? But, and I sang, but I was always like, I don't think I could do this. Um, I started doing open mics and um, I was like, this kind of feels kind of good and people kind of like it a little something, something. I'm singing my old Al Green <laughs> stuff and, you know, doing stuff acapella because I ain't had no music and I ain't right, know nothing right. about none of that stuff. And um, I was like, oh, this is hot. But then I stopped doing it for a while. And I started to go to more lounges where I would see women do this. I'm like, you know what? That's all me right there. That is all me. So I dove all in. I think I was maybe like 2021 where I was like, you know what? Yeah. I was like, I can do this. I really, I think I can do this. You know, people really like it. I got over over my stage fright because I was afraid to, to sing in front of people. You know, even though I was in a chorus, I was like amongst a whole bunch of people. And in right, the, right. At, um, at church, I'm, I'm amongst a whole bunch of people. When they would give me a solo, I would freeze and my hand would be all shaking and I'm all scared and stuff. But I think I had to get over that, mm. um, over the fact I had to get out of my own way. That's what it was. Yeah. I had to get out of my own way. And once I decided to that I could do that, I prayed on it. I was like, God, you know, please give me the vocals for it. Give me the stamina for it, but also give me the gut to do it because it takes a lot of balls to do it. You know, um, you have to be able to withstand a whole bunch of criticism. You know, there's so much competition, so many freaking phenomenal um, musicians and singers and, you know, entertainers out there. It's like, you know, I had struggles with my looks, you know, and just my own, you know, insecurities and stuff. But like I said, I had to be like in my early 20s where I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it because I think this is my purpose. And um, I just started putting everything together and I haven't turned back since. Yeah. You want to say something, Patrice? No, it's just like, awesome. I, I, I always love, I always love stories of perseverance. Right. When you didn't, when you didn't let the, um, you know, the naysayers, um, cause when you're, when yeah. you're out there doing your own thing, it's like you're in the middle of an ocean swimming alone with no, uh-huh. no raft. Yeah. and no life vest and yeah. it's so yeah. easy to look for the shorts you can grab on get out and and find security and stability but when you're able to get out there and and endure the naysayers and the the the, the not knowing what's yeah. going to happen tomorrow or next week and still focus on your passion and your love yeah. you know loving what you do i just you know i think that's awesome it's admirable so yeah. congratulations yeah. you know yeah it's and it, you know it's tough because i was a single parent at the time you know i was a single mm-hmm. mom but I also you know i had moved to a different city where i didn't know anybody so all i knew was i had this dream this is something that i wanted to do mm-hmm. you know you're dealing with you know the music industry so it's male dominated you know mm-hmm. i don't have a crew i don't come from a, a you know what i mean i don't yeah, come right, from a right. certain yeah, so I'm by myself. So I'm dealing with folks who, you know, I meet a producer. Hey, you know, can you work with me? Blah, blah, blah. You know what the first thing they want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and, and I've learned that all of the 
I want to say bum niggas. Really? They they do that. Everybody who I, all the but the people in that I've met on my journey who was really about the business, they weren't about that. But right, the other right, guys right. who you know just doing their little shit or whatever, they were. So yeah, you have to get yeah. past all of that. You have to see through what's good, what's real, what's not. You know, then you deal with different managers. I've had several managers. I had to figure out, you know, what they know. How is what is the business part? You know what I mean? Because I've I've always been the artist but i'm like how does the, how do i make this money again right. like how does yeah. it really work you know you have to learn the business i had to go to school i didn't literally go to school but when i say go to school i had to really research mm-hmm. how was the music business you know how does this thing work you know mm-hmm. how does publishing work how does all you know because I, I couldn't i used to go off of what people would tell me all the time and i'm like oh okay that's right you're right but at the same time they're screwing me at the same damn time because they know i'm green they know i don't know shit So I had to really get into the business part on my own. And that's what made me even more, you know, um, I I really wanted to go for even more because I felt empowered, you know, because now I can't, now I know what's really going on versus I'm just a little, "Mm -hmm, I just want to sing. No, no, I want my money. I want all of it. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. I want what's mine. I want what's mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's dope too. And that's kind of how you, you have to be, I would, you know, tell artists when I was managing, like, it's, you know, there's so many people who want to be able to do, uh, to, to perform, to, to, uh, produce on a level, uh, you know, on a certain level. And so they're hungry and some people are, they have talent and, you know, different things and different aspects that they have, but they're, they're so hungry that they wind up, like you said, listening to other people, taking advice from people that aren't necessarily, and there's people out there that know this. And so their mm-hmm. whole goal is to, um, you know, either take your money or like you said, um, you know, I've so many, like whenever I deal with female artists, I always, you know, um, try to build that, uh, that level of comfort first. Like, I'm not trying to sleep with you. Chill out. Like I know every, you know, all the dudes. Like it, it's, it's very common. Yeah. It's yeah. No, common. it definitely is. And I've seen it. I've been around, you know, so I know how it is. So I always try to, especially if I, you know, um, believe in somebody and I, you know, uh, hear, something in them or something i just try to make sure that they understand that must be so difficult like that aspect of it and as a dude it's something i never really you know fully grasp like um i know uh, for you and also for you patrice just uh come in business it's so hard just because it's always well that you, see you as a piece of well business, i can right? speak to that i don't i don't have that problem and i'm gonna tell you why because and this is just me but i'm a firm believer in the way that you present yourself like, and not saying you presented yourself in any any derogatory way, Satori. I'm just speaking of me and how I move. The way that you present yourself, meaning the things that you say, when you're available, what time, what you respond to, all of everything, how you present yourself to someone and how you respond to them, you command that respect just by not saying a word. And so I've never had issues like that. In fact, I've had a lot of the help that I've gotten to get you know to be 12 years in came from platonic male friends or platonic mm-hmm. people that came to me and were males that helped me with one thing or another so I've never had that issue but you do have to be and Satoria can probably speak to this I'm sure but you have to be very stern mm-hmm. um, because you will get those that will try you mm-hmm. um, but as long as you set the precedence and you um, you know, you present yourself. And when I say respectfully, I'm not even talking about like the clothes you wear and all that. I'm talking about your presence and your power 
and you present yourself a certain way, you won't have, I, I, I don't have that issue. Yeah. Well, you know, in the music business, it's very over-sexualized, right? Yeah. So yeah, you have a lot. True. You have men who come on to other men. That that's very, very common. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a common thing that you know because we're all very, very hungry. In in, in the music business, it's a lot of money involved. So yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of females are giving it up to try to get to. I mean, look, <laughs> listen. Do what you gotta do. That's that's you. But the thing is, guys are gonna try you because so many women do it. I mean, I'm talking about even guys who own radio shows. I mean, it's just that's just how it is. You don't know me from anybody, but once a person gets to know who I am, they just know I don't roll that way. But they're gonna right. try you because yeah, there's so many yeah. women who do because it. of the way you so present common. yourself. They know they know who you are yeah, and how you move, and that's my point. It, but yeah. it's so common for them yeah. to just automatically do that off the break because there's a lot of females who are they would give into that. You know, mm-hmm. they just do for whatever reason. I don't know. They feel they're less talented. The only way I can make it is to sleep my way up to the top. Shit. We know even mainstream artists who ain't really all that damn talented. We're like, how the <laughs> fuck she get a damn deal? She means she's a cute girl. She's a cute girl, but she can't right. sing. Right. But she can't sing. Okay. So that's yeah. all. Exactly. I mean, I'm just going to leave it at that. We can all name like about 10 of them. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's a lot of them. That's why, you know, yeah, um, and that's uh, how they do it. And, it, and it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I am not knocking nobody in their hustle and how they run their business. Do your thing because they could look at me like, bitch, you broke. I'm like, you bitch, you're right. <laughs> right. So, um, <laughs> there it is. But I have my integrity in, in my name in the street, right. you know, it's not like Victoria did X, Y, and Z. You can't name not one guy that's going to say that. Right. So, and, yeah. and I yeah. am proud of that. Maybe that's why I'm so broke. But it's okay. <laughs> but that's that's, nah, just, bro. that's just how I roll. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. And I'm saying that trying to be funny. I'm just yeah, getting yeah, yeah. all in comedy. It's all in humor, but I'm I'm serious at the same time. But you know, yeah. no. To- when I say you're not broke, I mean you know, there's a the term broke is, you know, I link that to broken. And what you just mm-hmm. said about the way that you present yourself and people can't say certain things about you means that you have a level of integrity that can't be touched. Mm-hmm. So you're not broke. You're wealthy. Well, I, I was like I said, I was, you know, I got a little something, something, but I was trying to be funny, but just yeah, be, yeah, you know, yeah. just to break it all down. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have the things that I would like, you yeah. know. So therefore, I mean, yeah. I'm striving, but yeah, no, I, I am, I'm not, I'm not broken. Um, I'm yeah, very, yeah. very excited yes. about 2021. Yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen in the music business. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. if we, I know the digital is the way. So I just got to figure out, you know, how to really get more into that. And me, for real, for real, I'm really kind of a, you wouldn't believe it, Dave, but I'm kind of a camera shy person a little bit. I, I really, you won't Yeah, no, me. I don't believe that. Not at all. I have, I have a calendar. Because <laughs> you need to keep up my alter ego all the time. But no, okay. seriously, I'm a little camera shy. I don't do a whole lot of live and all of that stuff because I'm kind of camera shy. So that's something that I'm really, um, I have to work on. You know, one yes, of the things yes. that's on my um, my chapter, you know, like I said, my chapter starts every July 4th, um, is to be more visible, you know, right. be more yeah. visible. Not just whenever I feel like it, but just seriously, just necessarily just to, to build my brand, to build my following, just to be more visible, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's something I uh, tell artists often, especially singers, especially singers who are as good as you. 
There are so many people who just want to be a part of the process, just, you know, as much as you can get out there. And I've seen you do it, you know, just uh, hop on social media and sing something mm -hmm. or, you know, if you're in the studio and when you're doing band rehearsal and stuff, people love that stuff. They eat it yeah. up. So the more you do it, the better it is for yeah. you. Definitely. Definitely. So, um, yeah, uh, they're talking about your uh, the entrepreneurial side of your uh, your brand. Um, like you, you say, you got the hustle shirt on, and I got my hustle neck sleeve here. Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, from well, listen, that neck sleeve coming, it, it coming, it coming handy, don't it? Definitely, definitely. Somewhere. You don't have to worry about putting a mask on. You just exactly. pull it and keep it moving. I'm exactly. You, I, I was just it. telling Aisha, I habitually forget my mask, so yep, having this around too. my neck when I'm out and about, I just pull it up, you know, and then, then keep yep. it moving. Yeah, yep. it's, it's definitely good stuff. It came from Key Elite Boutique. And uh, uh, was Hustle, uh, uh, your design, was that your, uh, is, that, is this your baby? Yes, it is, it is. Um, and the thing is I changed, I'm still working on the logo. I mean, well, the, the new sweatshirts, they changed, I changed so it up a little bit. Yeah, I changed it up a little bit. Um, okay. Because, and it was, we're working out the kinks, let's just say that, you know, okay. by putting out a new product and when you're doing it um, yourself um, or you're hiring vendors to do it for you who are your friends who may not be all up on their shit. Right. You know yeah. So I had to do some re, I had, I had to do some, do some yeah. things back. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, as far as the, the brand, the, the hustle, because you haven't seen me really, really um, pound the hustle name, like how I did when I first came out. It's because, mm -hmm. you know, I noticed some certain things that just weren't right. And, okay. you know, even though you have been there, you made it because it's my brand. People looking at me like, mm. Mm -hmm. and I'm just keeping it real. And just and just to um, and it happens a lot in business. You know, what I'm saying yeah. sometimes you got to you know bring some things back and you have to fix them or tweak them moving forward. And yeah. so yeah. that's basically what I'm going through now, because it is my baby. It is my brand and it's all authentic. I want to make sure that this is the best quality that you're getting right. from me, from me and my and my company. Mm. Right. So the the hustle brand is just one. You have a couple of um of brands that fall under your uh your umbrella of the key elite boutique. Yeah. You have the yeah. uh, I know you have the say my name uh, right. collection, the candles and body butters and all yeah. that stuff. So oh wow, uh, yay! Yeah, yeah, you gotta check it out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I started, you know. And I'm telling you, it's amazing because, you know, you just have to just listen to God and, and where he leads you because I started out with just a candle right, and this was just a regular, it was, and the thing is before it became a, um, massage oil candle, it was just a regular scented candle. Right, it was right. just regular. And then, you know, things and people have come into my life where we turn that regular candle into a massage oil candle, you know, that's all organic. You can put it on your body. It's great for moisturization. Wait, 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 wait. wait I'm sorry. You got to, you got to elaborate. That sounds yes. awesome. Yes. Well, it's an, it's an aromatherapy brand. I actually connected with an aromatherapist in Philly. And um, we came up, we actually sat there and we mixed in the lab and we created this scent that is actual... Um, it's good for men and women. It's unisex. You know, uh -huh. I did a lot of testing, you know, of, mm -hmm. of different scents after we made them just to make sure that people really liked them. I mean, I did a whole focus group, everything. You know, it took, uh -huh. me, three oh, wow. years. It took me three years just to create this one candle. And um, so it's, it's aromatherapy based. It's uh, for soothing, relaxation. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it helps to alleviate headaches and all that good stuff. So when you um, when you burn the candle, it has a great aromatherapy scent. But when it's burned down, the wax, 
You know, it's made out of coconut and soy. So it burns um, a lot cooler than paraffin. It won't burn you. And you can just pour it right on you and it um, it's a massage oil. It turns into an oil. Oh, so wow. you can look in your entire body. Yeah. So yes, it has you know, all like the healthy agents in it that even help with um, inflammation and stuff like that. I have arthritis in both knees. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I, I rubbed them on my, um, my knees. And so from there we created a body butter. I have a body spray. It, it, it came, it became an entire line. So I'm awesome. really, really excited. Thank you. I gotta get I'm some so of those. Excited. I gotta get that. Absolutely. And it all, it all started name. as promotion for, for the song, right? The song, say my right. name. Well, right. the song came out first. The right. song came out first, but I wanted to somehow link everything together because in my mind, people always say, oh, you do all these different things. But in my mind, it all links together right back to the music. Oh. In my mind, it does. Yes. And I guess as I continue on, you guys probably will see where I was going, but it's all up here. It's all up here. Right. So, um, but yes, I do have a song called Say My Name. The, the video is out. The song is out. The song video is won. crazy. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. I watched it six times this morning. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Look, Victoria, don't sound like you two camera shot in that video, huh? Nope, nope. That was my alter ego. That was my Sasha Fierce right there. My ah. Sasha Fierce. <laughs> had to bring her out, girl. I had to bring her out. We're trying, you know what I'm saying? We're trying, we're trying to sell. We're trying to sell here. So. <laughs> I found that women use that alter ego excuse when they want to do some uh, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no it's the same alter ego I think when I'm on stage performing mm-hmm. um because I'm a very um I am very private you know I like my privacy I like my business to be my business but um you know so when I do when I do perform in front of a whole bunch of people I have to, a side of me has to come out that's not so private Right. Yeah. You have to be yeah. more outspoken. You have to be able to be engaging and all that good stuff. So, you know, you have to transform in your mind to something or somewhere else in order for me to get this out. Because the other Satoria, I'm I'm in the back, like looking at everybody else, you know. Right. Um, yeah. But that's just that's just real. I, I like to just really keep everything on the low key. But when it comes to this part of me, it's something that has to be, you know, out there. So. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we, <laughs> yeah. we have that in common. I think, I, uh, you know, I've been told I'm an uh, extroverted introvert by the people that really know me because it's like, yeah, you know, that, yeah, that's how you I love, you know, communicating and being around people and things, but I really cherish my, you know, personal space and alone time and things, yeah, like that. And, you know, yeah, to take it seriously, you know, so, uh, but yeah, so the uh, you you have these these different brands, they fall under the umbrella, umbrella of the key elite boutique, correct? Yes, yeah, right. Yep. And, and you said it comes, it, it all comes back to the music. So mm-hmm. uh, with that, uh, we're going to get some new music, Satoria. Well, see, well, see, what happened was COVID happened. Right, you know, right. so I am working, I'm working on a song now. But you know what? Um, it's, I've been working on this song since like March. Mm-hmm. And um, this, this one song that I'm having, um, it's very challenging for me because it's a song about where I am right now. And one thing I had to realize, and I was talking to a friend about this the other day, I think God wanted me to go through some stuff this year. Cause, mm-hmm. oh, cause the thing is wh- while the things were happening this year, I was getting to you know know me, I was getting more into my faith. I needed those to, lyrics to write the words. To, you know, I needed those words to write the lyrics to this song. Right, right. So a lot of things that happened to me or how I'm feeling or how I've reconnected with my inner self 
through aromatherapy, through a lot of meditation, all of that is coming out in, in this new song. So, I mean, I was a, a, a little upset that it's taking me so long to do it because I have people who are waiting on me. I have like a, a songwriting partner. She's like, bitch, I don't wrote my part. Where you at? <laughs> so I have like musicians like we done already laid this down in the studio like Satoria, what's up? And I'm like, look, I'm trying, but it's like I have to wait for it to come to me. You know, I, I think my talents are a little different. You know, some um, artists, they can just write a song in like 15 minutes. I love them. I oh, wish I had that. It's not about I don't have that. It's not about the time limit. There is no time limit. Like I've written stuff, like I've woke up out of sleep and written a whole song. And then I've literally taken a year to write a song. There's no, and what I always go back to, I've talked about this on the show before. It was a quote from Michael Jackson. He was talking about how art is a, a flow. It's uh -huh. an open flow between you and divinity, whatever, you know, God or yeah. you know, whatever you call it. And so when you try to, you can't force it because then it stops yeah. being art. Once you try to interject your own self into that process, it's, you know, it stops being art. You have to let it flow. And so whatever time it takes to do that, do it. Of course, you know, we work on other stuff in the meantime, things of that nature. But uh, you always, you know, the art will uh, suffer if you try to force it or try to rush it or anything of that nature. Just, yep. you know, keep yep. it you can't rush it. it. Yeah, stay pure yeah. to that process as you can. So, yeah, don't worry about yep. the time. Just, you know. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be great. The, the song is called "Back to Me." You know, I'm I'm really excited about it. Um, I did work on another project um, throughout this year, but it's someone else's project. Um, okay. But you know, there's, there's a songwriter out of Ireland, Ireland, and um, the song, the project should be released either this month or next month, which is great. You know, um, so I, I'm excited about that as well because I'm still kind of like keeping my feet wet, and also, you know, with with the continuing of um, networking with people outside of my circle. You know, yes, this is yes. this is a, a songwriter and his manager who reached out to me. They're in Ireland, you no, know, no, and they, no, no. Me, they wanted me to be on this. Yeah, I, I, let me tell you something. I am I'm very blessed, very very blessed, and I'm 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 excited to have been on their project. But I'm also waiting for my own project to come out. Yeah. yeah so um, back to me is the song. It's it's let's let's just that's, see what god that sounds like an album title to me back to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you know you, what it may be it may you said be that i saw a whole like uh marketing like layout yes yeah, but we're yeah. gonna talk about this super day we're gonna talk about that <laughs> yeah definitely definitely some ideas but uh but yeah so um you talked a little bit about like the music of today and stuff uh who, who are you listening to right now like who uh that's out now is there anybody that you really like you know what? I love me some Snow Allegra. Snow Allegra? I, yes. I'm so I out of the it. loop. I have no, I'm sorry, but I'm going to check I, it out yeah. since you said it. But. Yeah, S-N-O-H Allegra. Okay. Yeah, she, she's pretty dope. She's pretty Aisha, dope. you ever heard of Snow Allegra? I have. Like, I'm literally she, texting it to you now. She, oh, okay. <laughs> she used to be up on the stuff. I don't, you know, I've <laughs> been in my bubble, you know, my little bubble. But, but yeah, I'll check it out. But, uh, but yeah, Snow Allegra and yeah, I love me some Snow Allegra. And you know what? And I love West Coast music too. Um, you know, some Anderson Pack. That's my dude right there. I mean, there ever go. since I discovered him, like the when was it? Like the end of 2018. I've been on him. Uh -huh. That's my so dude. there's this guy out west. Um, because I'm big into West Coast music too. Um, uh -huh. his name is Yi Ali, and oh my god. Yeah. Yi oh. Ali has a song. Um, the right time. Listen. Okay. 
Ooh. So let me write that's these down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm always I'm always looking for, you know, different artists, people who just really inspire me, people who I'm like, oh my God, that's so different. Because for some reason, you know, I don't even listen to the radio like that anymore. Because everybody no, sounds like the same. Everybody yeah. got the same cadence, same damn voice. You're talking about the same stuff. I'm like Hey, real real quick, on I, that topic, I, I just on that topic, I just I was um for this interview, I was looking at like uh R and B. Um, I went to, I Googled like the top R&B songs of 2020 and, you know, I know some of the artists, but I had never, and I listened to all of them and they all sound very similar. And it's, you know, and, and uh, I forgot who said it about R&B and how um, uh, the, the title R&B is now placed on pop. And so actual real R&B is now called Neo Soul. Mm-hmm. And, they say, and that's exactly what it is. Every song was like... <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it was crazy. like that, you know, and that's, that's not R and B. It sounded like right. a, you know the white stripes, or, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. It, it didn't. And they're recycling yeah. music too. It's a, like Chris Definitely. Brown is so famous for. He's bringing out everybody. SWV. I mean, he. I'm like, yeah. dude. I'm like, what? This is this is old. Like some of the stuff that they recreate is kind of dope, but I definitely you you do want to hear some some creativity, right? You know, some, that, new, that's what it is. Know, that's what music is supposed to be about—the new and the cutting edge and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so and uh, I think and I think maybe some of that is because people aren't really putting their heart into it. They just trying to pump up albums. They trying to make the money. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You gotta right. pump something out real quick. What can I do? Let me recreate some shit. Let me let me recycle some shit and get it out real quick because yeah. I don't really have time to really sit down and nurture something you know what i mean it, that yeah, stuff takes yeah. time and they don't have that time you know i don't know yeah. what type of record deal they may have you may need to pump out two albums a, a freaking year you, you know, know you just never know what their contract water. is but, <laughs> you know, but yeah I, but you know, yeah things are watered down and it's like yeah. they're just trying to get it out it's not authentic right right yeah and so that's why when you know uh uh kind of searching for those new artists that stuff that really has that flair you know, mm-hmm. those people had the time to really sit in and put quality into their work. That's always dope. I haven't done it in a while, but I am going to check out uh, Snow Allegra. So is there yes. uh, so uh, is there yes. anybody that you uh, want to work with from uh, from anywhere, from this area? From, you, know. you know, I would love to work with um, some, and I, I've always said Neo, because I, I love myself some Neo. Oh, me too. Um, yeah, I love Neo. I think he's freaking awesome. I love what he did with Jennifer Hudson, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day. I mean, I think he's great. But I would love to seriously work with some of the great um, R&B artists that are local here, like Raheem Devon. Raheem. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, at least if I could make a song uh, uh, with somebody who's in my backyard, I would be so happy right now just for that, you know? But yeah. I mean, I know you probably were, you know, talking about mainstream, so... You know, oh, definitely. No, anybody, anywhere. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, any, you know, we have we have a lot of local artists who are really, you know, doing some good stuff right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that it would be great if we could all bond together and come up with a, you know, one of those daggone songs where everybody has a part and you know, big collaboration, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but um, but like I said, Neo, you know, and and, and, and um yeah. yeah. That that's the only person you'll work with is Neo. No. You know, I, I, love, <laughs> shoot, I mean, I would love, like, even like Anderson Pack. I would love to get on, get on some of his stuff. You know, yeah. I would love to um, do a collaboration with, um, shoot, some top producers, some, you know, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I ain't gonna put you. Uh, <laughs> I can't even think of everything right now. That was a question right. that came out from the left. <laughs> no, no, no problem. I just, you know, got to catch you off guard every now and again. You know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> like, dang, dude. 
So, uh, so let's go to um, kind of along the same lines musically, like uh, you know, coming up and and uh, gaining your footing in the music business and and defining your sound. Who are your biggest influences and in, and in, you know in that process? Yeah, well, I want to take it old school, really. Um, the people who really inspired me, like Anita Baker, you know, um, and freaking Patti LaBelle, they were all my. wrong with Anita. Also, yeah, yeah, no, you can't. You really can't. If you if you really go back and listen to her stuff, I'm like, yo, she was dope. Sade was dope. You know, a lot of the old school folks, I really, really um, appreciate them. I love Jennifer Hudson. I think her voice is freaking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Jill Scott was a big influence of mine, my Erica Badu, you know, the early Neo, the real Neo soul, you right, know, right. Um, I, I love those artists as well. You know, anything, I love real voices, you know, powerful voices. Um, those are the things that really, that's what really moves me. You know, um, Anthony Hamilton, love his voice. Oh, you know, yeah, like yeah. that, you know, I like, I don't know. It's just that the soul, the soul is missing in a lot of music to me. Yeah, so, you know, if you got that soulful voice, you know, that Mahalia Jackson, that, you know, they're going freaking, you know, Sarah Vaughn, all those people who could sing, sing. Yeah. Those yeah. are the people who I really, really, you know, I, I those are my idols. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I, you're definitely in that, in that category. Uh, uh, your voice is uh, pretty spectacular. Uh, I can't, I can't, I cannot leave out Shaka Khan because people who know me, they be like, "Bitch, you ain't say Shaka Khan." Shaka, <laughs> Shaka I love yeah, Shaka. Yeah. Shaka. I went to go see her in concert, and I'm telling you, I was like one of them little white girls um, watching Michael Jackson for the first time. I was in the front row crying, everything. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, I was there was tears coming down my face. I was so right, in right. awe with her. I love her. As, that's funny that you uh, you specified the, the little white girls because you never really see the black women like like they were screaming for them but they weren't like crying and passing out. No, I'm seriously back yeah. in the Michael Jackson days when we was little kids and you see the commercials when they all oh my god Michael yeah, I would yeah, be yeah, like girl please but that's how I was Shaka I was saying that yeah. so it'd be like you know Mike he alright but you know like, you know what I'm saying what? I can't even out they was falling out. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but no, yeah. Like, yeah. But he's dope, though. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I, heard, I heard Patrice say. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, no, right. Mike is dope, though. I'm, I'm just joking around. I still but, got yeah. my, I still got my albums, my, my yeah. vinyl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got two, two, two Mike vinyls, like bad and uh, <laughs> off the wall, or one of those. But yeah, um, that's the best one. Yeah, the off the wall album is the bomb. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't even find out about it until late. You know, I was, you know, bad and. Thriller and all that, and then I went back and was like, "Oh, he's dope all the way." But that's you know, with most artists, you know, like Stevie and people like that, I ain't really, you know. And I was coming up really listening to like I just called to say I love you and stuff like that. But then when you go back and hear like songs in the key of life and things like mm -hmm. you know, and you see the structure behind it and uh, yeah, I'm Stevie, just, um, yeah, I would love to work with Stevie too. He's the bomb. Yeah, 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 he's dope. Yeah, the uh, song, the songwriting is freaking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Can you? Uh, you imagine the day somebody's gonna be talking about your work like that? Like, man, I want to work with Satoria. Like, I don't even see it, but you know, hey, I, you, we, let's let's put it in the universe. Let's put that. Definitely, in the that's why I said it. Yeah, I see it. Um, but, you know, your voice is dope. Like, I've worked with a lot of singers. Like, you're, you're in the upper echelon, really. And, uh, yeah. Don't be saying all this just because I'm on your call, um, day. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't be doing all that. You got to do all that. No, well, I mean, you you know you're a certain level of good. Like like I said, there was a point that you was like, oh, I can really do this, you know, or you wouldn't be yeah. out there doing your thing. Like, and 
like with the confidence and with the drive that you do it, it had to be a spark that, you know, put you out there, even though it's a lot of people that's out there going just as hard and can't really, you know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but we won't talk about that. But yeah, but you, you, you know, your skill is uh, like, a, a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Thank definitely. you. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate definitely. that. Definitely. So, um, so you say you, uh, you're working on the, uh, the song that's going to mm -hmm. come out and uh, with your brands, is there anything new? you know, on the horizon with Key Elite yes. Boutique? Yes, I, I do have some things that, are, that I'm, you know, I'm working out. So okay. I might have some new stuff that's going to be coming out this year. Thank you very much. You know, oh, um, I have the one aromatherapy line, say my name, but I'm working on another aromatherapy line as well. Okay. So, um, yeah, and I do have the, the new body butters that just came out, you know, yeah. so I'm excited about that. Awesome. Yeah. The cucumber yeah, melon and the, the, and the uh, sweet mango. I got you got package. my gift? Yeah, man. I was like, I had to tell her, like, uh, you know, uh, companies that do that, especially small businesses that take the time. She sent me a um, a little uh, gift, basically, a little package. It had a card in it, and, you know, just I appreciate your business and stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, some companies don't do that, but it's, it's definitely, I think those are the little things that set, you know, successful businesses aside from people who are just doing it to, you know, trying to make a quick buck as opposed to building a brand and building a fan base and a yeah. following because you know when you make your customer feel cared about and appreciated you know that that speaks volumes and it, and it definitely works you got me i'm gonna be a customer for a long time i don't even know really what body butter does i'm gonna just get it and rub it all over me and see what oh my god <laughs> rest, like, all over your body. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh but yeah so the actually yeah let me ask you that the body butter what what is it specifically for like what do you do with it it's like lotion. Well, oh, first okay. of all, I've been using like shea butter and cocoa butter on my skin for years, forever. Okay. You know, so body butter is the same way. You know, it has that extra vitamin E. You know, it makes your skin super duper soft. You know, it's very, very good for your feet. If you have like calluses or rough feet, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's, it's very soothing to you, especially if you do it on a consistent basis. You okay. know, so it adds the extra minerals and the, um, the moisturization that you need in your skin. Right. increase elasticity elasticity as we get older you know right, you really yeah. want that it's very very important you know and to keep mm -hmm. your skin nice and healthy because that's a reflection of you so you got to take care of it from the inside ain't that right patrice yeah absolutely but also you want to take care of your outside too so the body butter yeah. is really really good you can put it all over your entire body mm -hmm. i don't recommend that you put it on your face you because uh -huh. i don't know how sensitive your skin on your face may be right. but your body should be fine. But, and you know, it's made of all natural ingredients. You I was going to ask you what all is in it. You're right. But the thing is with, with um, all natural things, sometimes people are allergic to natural things. Yeah. You know, some people are allergic to coconut. So on all of my um, ingredients or, or all of my products, I have all of the ingredients on the label so you can see exactly what's in it. Because I know some people, they're allergic to soy. My candle right, right, has, right. has soy in it, you know. So I want people to know that. And, and soy is natural. So is coconut. So is almond, you know. But I have coconut oil. I have almond oil, you know. Um, I have glycerin inside of the um, inside of the body butter. Okay. But we want to, you know, just... If, as long as people know what they are, you know, and are not, you know, really allergic to. Yeah, yeah, that must have been so. Um, I know the uh, the the candle came about as as marketing for the song, 
but you know, moving into the body butter and all that, you say you paired with somebody, but um, so uh, is that where the idea came from to move into the, um, you know, the, the body products and stuff? Was it paired with the person or how did that, you know, idea come about to even, or even start with the candle? Like how did those ideas come about? Cause like, that's so you interesting. Know what? I just, the candle, I just wanted to, I knew a girl who made candles. And I was like, hmm. I said, well, can you make like a specialized candle? Like, you know, what if I just say, can you, you know, if I give you a scent, can I, can you just make something that's, that's just my scent? And she was like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. So I, we started working with each other, but our working arrangement didn't go well. Hmm. You know, she got on my nerves. So <laughs> yeah, she was, she was doing a little bit too much. She was doing a little bit too much. So what I did was I had to fire ass. And, but when I did that, I found somebody else, you know, a, a girlfriend of mine, her sister made body, you know, she made a candles too, but she also made body butters. I'm like, word. I'm like, hmm, I can add on that aspect to it, you know? And so in our conversations, that's when she was like, you know, hey, why don't we come up with X, Y, and Z? And, and, and we, it just took off. And I want to say that because a lot of things start as one thing, but mm -hmm. if you continue, when you network and you meet other people who have other ideas that you can incorporate, you know, bring those ideas in and, and turn it into something that's real. So from there, yeah. I, I had the body butter, you know, I'm like, boom. But then, you so, know, I'm, I'm still networking and blah, 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 you know, meet someone else who does body spray. I'm like, work, can you do a special life? If I send this to you and, and there it is. So that's how I basically built it. But now because of COVID, you know, um, and I lost my day job of gigging. Now I got to change how I'm going to do things because now I don't have the funds to just be dishing out for you to do this and you to do that. Now I'm doing things more in-house. Right. So COVID gave me that quiet space of creativity to say, okay, you know what? Maybe I should learn how to do some of these things that I'm contracting people out to do, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. the, also that would bring a better quality to my product because I'm, I am actually doing it myself the way I want it to be done, not versus you know um having someone else do it for you and they do it however they want to do it and sometimes you get some yeah, shit like what yeah. the fuck this is not no it's so tough I'm when you have I lost money yeah, so i'm tough. losing money yeah, yeah so yeah. i'm bringing it more in-house yeah. so now you know in covid like i said it's allowed me to do that because i have more quiet time I, i'm not as busy as i used to be and i can focus on how do i press the damn hoodie how do i get into that how do I get into, you know, so I'm learning more shit on my own. So it's like, now it's, so, yeah, it's all so me right now. So just to go off of what you're saying, because like this is such a like all the the cancer energy now is just amazing. Um, because <laughs> well, so excuse me. Ah. Um, about Clubhouse. Um, I don't know if you ladies are on Clubhouse. Um, you know, I am I'm not, not yet, fortunate. What is yeah, that? I'm not, uh, so I'm not fortunate enough to be an iPhone user. Um, it is an app that's on iPhone. Okay. Um, I have a lot of friends who are iPhone users. I have a pad, but I just can't drink the iPhone Kool-Aid. Regardless. Right. Um, I'm an Android baby too, girl. It's all good. Yeah. So regardless, though, Clubhouse is an app. And I think that it was launched um, during the summer, um, but it really has generated a lot of uh, traction and uh, news because it is an invite only app. So one, you gotta have an iPhone, but also two, someone who knows you personally has to invite you to use the app. And it is a space that's been curated for business owners, uh, people who are in the arts, 
um, and they skewed us, especially for people who are, I guess, the uh, top echelon of their craft. You know what I mean? So there are a lot of entertainers, a lot of um, influencers, um, early adopters who are using the app. And if you guys Google and or look for hashtags for Clubhouse, I'm going to share some of the um, conversations I've seen on it. Some people I know who are already driven and business oriented and uh, focused as far as what they're trying to accomplish. It's been an amazing tool for them to be able to expand and connect with people that can help them grow and monetize their businesses. So um, they, um, I expect for them to put Clubhouse on Android, but again, I've heard it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've seen a lot of people talking about it too. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's Apple, it. so I ain't, I ain't messing, it's iPhone, so I ain't messing with it. But, uh, but I've heard it's, it's a great platform and uh, people who, uh, especially, uh, like you said, uh, people, people who are um, business oriented. Uh, right. So it's a let me continue, let me, to... let me, let me continue explaining what it does though. I wasn't finished. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that the, that the cancer <laughs> energy that you was talking yeah. about? Do not interrupt. Yeah, Go so ahead. Let me continue. So what's unique about it, because, um, you know, Satoria was saying how, you know, you're, you're more introverted, like you don't use, like using live and things like that. What it allows, um, you operate in a sense like a chat room. So you have your picture as an icon in these rooms, but instead of it being video or text, you, you have audio inter interaction with individuals. So it's like a phone call. It's a little bit more personal than um, typing or texting but you don't you can still remain um slightly anonymous because you don't have to put your current video or picture out there um so people get into these chat rooms and you know you can be called on stage to speak you can have moderators you have individuals that are uh, rooms each room is break, broken out based upon whatever subject matter you want to discuss and there have been some really interesting things a friend of mine he's really active in it he's a um, venture capitalist so he's been on there for like about two weeks the objective also is not to gain followers per se and the reason why i say this is so they, they'll literally lock down your ability to gain followers quickly so you might be able to only follow six people a day or something like that and the reason for that is because they want you to grow and organically develop the followers that you do have so that they are legitimate resources and it's really for networking so you can't go out here and amass ten thousand people when in real life you're never going to really interact with these ten thousand people but if you connect with say six powerful people that can help you develop whatever your vision and goals are who can keep you accountable who have their own network that can um, extend and assist you um then that that's the purpose of the tool and i feel like eventually they're going to lock it down to the point where you have to pay for a subscription mm -hmm. um but yeah if you guys like i said look for it just in listening to the conversation you're having and with patrice and her business um uh yeah if you know anybody who's on clubhouse you know try to listen in and see what they're talking about yeah uh, okay. well thank you for putting me on today because i never heard of it maybe because i don't have an iphone so i mean but I I, I I i don't know i never heard of it but i'm definitely down mm -hmm. when they come to, over to android yeah, same here. Same here. I just yeah. happen to have a lot of bougie friends who have iPhones, and so they think they all. No, I'm just playing. Okay, listen. <laughs> we all grown people. We don't have iPhones because we don't want iPhones. Precisely. You know, I literally that. tell people that. I traded my yeah. iPhone in for my Galaxy, and I never went back. That part. Never. 
that part. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, there you go. All right, <laughs> cancer energy is the hashtag <laughs> that I'm. A... <laughs> but I do want to um, ask you uh, the questions that I ask all of the guests that I have on here. I'll probably ask you this the last time you were here, but I, um, I'm gonna ask you again because I like the answers that I get. Uh, so, if you had an opportunity to talk to a younger version of yourself, I remember you, you asking into, me this yeah, question. Yeah, if you could get into a time machine and go back in time and talk to young Satoria. So, do you think um, that your answer would have changed, like after all the things? No, nope, it would be the same. Don't be scared. Yeah, yeah. Get out of your own way. Yeah, do not because yeah. I, I had a lot of fear in me. I had a lot of right. fear of people. Um, and I think a lot of that result, you know, it was really revolved around a lot of my own insecurities mm-hmm. of, of being in front of people, being judged, be, people looking at you, you know. But the um, I feel my purpose is to, to bring music and light, so you know, I have to get out of my own way and say, okay, you know what, don't be afraid, it's okay, you will be accepted, and then just continue to just do what you do what you feel that you're born to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that, uh, with your um, uh, your estimation of your your purpose to bring music and light. That's that's definitely, I see that uh, for you. So uh, yeah, keep doing it. Shining and singing and singing and shining and shining and singing. <laughs> <laughs> like you've been doing so, uh, so wonderfully. Um, I was gonna uh, ask you to, uh, if you, you know, felt like singing something. I love mm-hmm. to, to I'm put you on the spot. Oh, my goodness. You can say no if you want well, to. Sing, sing, sing. Apparently, you can't. I, I, I want to say no. Um, <laughs> you can say no if you want to, though. I want to say no. no. I want to yeah, say yeah. no. I don't know. Because I, I, I was going to text you um, uh, before now and say that, but I'm terrible uh, at those type of things. So I just thought of it just now, and I was like, let me see. If you, but if you don't want to do it, that's cool, um, because I don't want to put you, you know, put you on the spot uh but yeah so uh so that leaves though patrice then you have to sing then let's hear what you got <laughs> Give us the, uh, um, i should um i don't have nothing for you i can i can do a few burpees for you or something oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. um i have to tell you i have to tell you all this because my phone is one percent and i realize i don't even have my charger so That's good because Aisha about to spit some bars for us. Go ahead, let's hear something, Aisha. Go ahead, Aisha. <laughs> no, no, I don't even have it. <laughs> Nothing. All right, dang it. So y'all making me, y'all, I guess you guys are bringing it back to me now. I don't know. Um, I, I can, knew she wanted to sing. Y'all. I don't want to. Well, you know what? One of my daggone, um, my theme songs every year you know, and because I love Dagon, Jill Scott is golden. Cause I love that song. I'm oh, living yeah. my life like I'm, I'm. Let me tell you, I love yeah. that song. So I'm. So this is beginning of 2021. Um, I'm taking my freedom, putting it on the shelf, putting it on the chain, wearing it around my neck. I'm. I'm taking my freedom, putting yes. it in my car, wherever mm. I choose to go. It won't take me far. I'm living my life like it's golden. Living my life like it's golden. Living my. 
I'll be gushing about your ability and stuff. I just wanted you to, you know, give them a little taste so everybody can know what I know that you're dope and you need to sing. Like the last time she was on the show, I told her I don't want her to give up everything else and just sing all the time, every day. I know that's not realistic because <laughs> people got to eat and stuff like that. But I just, you know, when you, because uh, it's so many people that want to be able to do what you do. Like I said, I've worked with a lot of singers. And some of them, some of them are good and some of them don't have it, but it's so many, and like, it's so effortless for you. Like, it, it's so dope. And uh, yeah, just, uh, I'm excited to see what you have coming, you know, in the future. And, uh, um, you know, do you still do the, are uh, you still with the uh, smooches? I am. Oh, okay. I am. Um, we're getting ready to, um, actually, I need to be writing right now because I, I do write for smooches, um, right. a journalist piece. I am their entertainment brand ambassador. Um, and but we also, you know, we pr promote models and um, women and, and um, basically just uplifting and motivating women, which is one of the things that I love to do. Um, so in the magazine, um, we just really we, we release a magazine every six months. So twice a year. Um, and we're actually getting ready to release another one in February. So um, I'm really excited about that. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to write about because I need to turn it in in a couple of days. But um yeah, so yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So um, you know, and I haven't done too much with smooches in 2021 or 2020 because of the, the pandemic. You know, they're right, they're right. um based in uh, Philly, so I haven't had the chance to really get up there. We haven't had any workshops, you know, for any of the newer models. Um, but you know, 2021 is coming and um now we're moving more to a virtual platform as well. So um, we got to see, you know, what goes on with that. But yeah, I'm really excited. I still, I'm, I'm blessed to still have um, the support of a, a lot of designers. Um, so they, we still keep in touch and yeah. um, got to keep them in my pocket. It's all about the networking, just in case if I need a little outfit, a little something. But yeah, um, but yeah, yeah Smooches <laughs> is still, <laughs> Smooches is still alive and kicking. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying you you mentioned the designers because I've seen you know I'm of course following you on social media and I've seen the pictures. You had some uh, pretty uh, you know um, amazing dresses that you wear to different events and stuff. Those are the designers that you work with through Smooches. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the designers I met, you know, um, in modeling. You know, you okay. would come for like a, a go see or you would go to um, a, a designer's looking for a model because she's getting ready to launch her website and she needs models for, you know, to model the clothes mm -hmm. or whatever. So um, a lot of them, we just, you know, we connected. And if they like you, um, if they like what you bring and your attitude, especially your attitude, because, you know, in modeling is a lot of stuff going on. You know, everybody think they're cute. So it's a lot of, a lot of egos. A lot of egos you got to deal with, but you know, if you stay humble and people really want to work with you, um, definitely, you know, you can still keep them by your side and you support them and they support you along the way as well. That's dope. That's dope. So y'all ain't, um, y'all ain't do any, any more than them calendars? They did one. I wasn't, I wasn't a part of it. Oh, okay. Year. No, no yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't a part of it. <laughs> Sorry. Right, just go back to but December. they did still post my picture. They did still post my photo, right? Yeah, from, yeah right. Yeah, from yeah. Before, yeah, when I was right, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> but thank you so that? much. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Um, before I die, before I die, before the phone dies, don't forget to connect, ladies, because I don't think I've connected to either one of you. Oh, okay. yeah. I got you. I'll send you everybody's info. Yeah. Uh, you can follow uh, Patrice's. Uh, on Instagram, it's at fru, F-R-U underscore F-I-T, right? Yep. Thank you, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I and, uh, 
Hey, Isha, what's your uh, gram? Well, you know, I got a couple of grams. Yeah, I know. I, That's why I didn't want to say the wrong one. So, yeah, I mean, look, all my grams are 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 defunct right now. So I they they ain't active. They ain't active. Okay, right. we gotta do some branding for you. Get you a uh, you know, if you get your brand popping. But uh, so we can uh, Satoria, they can find you. Uh, yours is um, yeah, name, right, uh, right, right, right. On um on Instagram is Satoria S E T O R I A. Um, on Facebook it's Satoria. But uh, um, shoot, uh, 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 Twitter, Satori the Vocalist, and on um, YouTube, Satori the Vocalist. You know what I wanted to ask you? Um, the both the times that I interviewed you before, and I forgot. Uh, your name, Satoria, is so unique. Does it have a uh, Does it have a meaning? You know what? My mother. That's my mm -hmm. government name. Um, right. And she told me the way she even got wait my name even came about was um, she was in the third grade and there was a girl in her third grade class named Satoria and she thought that that name wow. was a beautiful name. Wow. Um, and so I asked her, I'm like, well, how did you remember Satoria right. from the third grade all the way up until you had me? And she told me that every doll baby that she got, all of her doll babies were named Satoria. So when wow. she first got her first live doll baby, she named it Satoria. <laughs> That's dope. Beautiful story, That's right? Dope. Yeah, yeah. So people the... ask me, you know, does it mean anything? And I'm like, I always say singing doll baby. That's what I made up. That's what it means. That's what it is. Yeah. Singing doll baby. There it is. That's dope though. That, that that girl had such an impression on your mom that she kept yeah. all that. Yeah, time. That's and, amazing. And you embody that too. Like I was, you know, you have that type of personality that you have impressions on people. You know, well, listen, not always, only in my adult years. When I was coming up in school, I was going by my, um, my freaking, um, I have a, what you call it name, a nickname. Mm -hmm. So you know how you in school, the first day of school, they take a roll. I will always tell my nickname. My nickname is Sean. So, yeah. you know, I was Sean uh -huh. from elementary all the way through high school because my name was so different and people used to pick at me, you know, little kids, they yeah, yeah, child. Yeah. I was already dark skinned. So it was like yeah. the dark skin mixed with the weird name. And I was all kind of African booty scratches up until I was like 18 years old. Yeah, um, it, yeah cool. it was it was crazy. So I didn't like it. I didn't like my name because it was different. And I wanted to be like everybody else. Um, so yeah, because my middle name is LaShawn. So my nickname is Sean. So I was telling everybody my name is Sean, you know. Right, but right. when I got, when I became an adult, I was like, I kind of like being different. I yeah, kind of like yeah, my name. Yeah, I was... So I stuck with it and I was only people who are in my family and you guys who now know what my nickname is. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, all our millions of viewers now know. <laughs> yeah, no. all of our millions of viewers, but don't call me Sean, just- Right, well, I mean, I think you, you've- uh, you be you know, I'm, saying to the, I'm saying to the viewers, don't be, don't right, be trying right, to be right. funny, y'all. Don't be trying to be funny. Right, yeah, yeah, right. No, but I was going to say, I think you've- um, done an amazing job of defining Satori. I always talk about yeah. like the power in the name and um, yeah. what, what you become. Uh, because, you know, for that time when you were Sean, when you were using Sean, that's who you were because that's who you defined yourself as. And so finding the power and the, uh, you know, uh, the, the wherewithal and the freedom to yeah. call yourself Satori and be who you are and be proud of it and make it into this persona now i don't know like i know everybody you know the people that i know that know you when they mention you it's always that that bright smile it's uh, an amazing voice it's that it's, it's defined by you know your success and your entrepreneurship and things like that so it's dope to be able to 
you know, define who you are and create that, you know, and, and make people, you know, respect it. It's, it's dope. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Ish, Thank you. What you got? Um, I was listening to what you said. And, you know, I, again, I'm all in my cancer bag. I was like, of course, she's amazing. <laughs> Thank like, you. Yeah, we're amazing people. <laughs> yes, we are. We really are. It's true. It's true. We yeah, really we really are. are. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. The, like uh, the the three of y'all, this has been an amazing experience. I appreciate, uh, even though Patrice's phone died, so we lost her. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, following Patrice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And she's, um, you know, we talked about before how how dope she is about uh, support, and uh, so we always try to give it back to her because she's very supportive of small business. Because like she said, she's been through you know, the struggle, she lived that life. And so, um, you know, and this is still living it. And so she understands and, and is very, very supportive always. So yeah, I hope connect with her. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll put everybody's, uh, I'll put everybody's information up on our social media pages cool. uh, so that everybody can get, uh, you know, more followers and more fans and more friends. And and uh, yeah, we just waiting for this, this new Satoria album to come out. Yeah, yeah. What's the name of it again? <laughs> Back to me. Back to me. That's what we get. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Back to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So that's uh, that's dope. Like I like I said, I see the whole thing. So it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. I'm 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 claiming it. Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Definitely. Thank and that's you. that's a dope picture behind you too. The microphone with the headphones on it. Like oh. It. Right. Yeah. 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 That's on my wall. I'm in my little in my little office slash little studio little my little corner of the earth. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's so where the magic happens, definitely. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Pretty much. Right. I don't my camera now. Okay, cool. There we go. Yeah, you're good. So yeah. thank you so much for, for joining us for being our first guest on the second season uh, of, uh, of the Neighborish Livecast. Definitely, man. I, you know, like I said, I'm a huge fan and um, you know, just uh want to support any way I can and uh mm -hmm. help that progression and get uh, get you to more of to where you need to be, which is, uh, you know, uh, singing in the Grammys and uh, yes. you know, making millions of dollars contracts. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking into existence. Uh, thank Aisha, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us, being, our, uh, being my host. You're going to be with us for the next, for, you know, indefinitely now, right? You, you, sure. You know. Yeah. 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 And shout out to Patrice Fruitfit Jones. Uh, definitely follow her. She's like I said, I I start saying you know a personal trainer and fitness guru uh, just because it's more than just training for her. It's a lifestyle. She lives it. She embodies it. Uh, and she's really dope. And she's helped a lot of people. And uh, she's gonna help a lot more before it's all said and done. Um, yeah. So with that being said, thank you guys for checking us out for uh, coming back with us to see start this second season with us. Hopefully it's going to be great. I'm not going to say hopefully it's going to be a great season. Be. We're yes. going to do some amazing stuff. This I, I see some great stuff for us in 2021. So just uh, keep rocking with us. Uh, like I always say, take care of yourselves and each other. And, uh, you know, have a great week. And we will see you guys next Monday on the Neighbors Livecast. Peace.